Welcome to Building Vesser. This is a weekly show where we go behind the scenes in World of Vesser, but we are doing something extra special, an ongoing campaign called Expedition to the Sun Tower. This is session two. The players will be the people creating the game itself. Also, you should know Mike McCarg is here, but he will be on vocal rest, so he's working behind the scenes for the entire campaign. Before I hand it off to our amazing GM, Anne Hauk, I am Victory Palmasano, and I am playing Eshkal. I'm Tanner Hearn, and I am playing Kaylin. I'm John Hauk, and I'll be playing Merritt. Hi, I'm your pal Jeremy, and I'm playing Mytuk. But my enemies know me as Trickshot, and my friends call me Trickier, a little trick. And I'm Anne Hauk. And now I shall pass the baton over to our incredible GM, Anne. Would you please begin? We left off with our adventurers stumbling their way back into bed. As night gives way to the early hours of morning, you all finally find sleep. The quiet here is more profound after the crowded exuberance at the ether. You are the only ones here, and the hostile simple bunks lie empty in the darkened hall. After selecting your beds and organizing your belongings, some of you slip quickly into a dreamless sleep while others toss restlessly or lie awake, minds racing with nerves or excitement. Far too quickly, your sleep is disrupted as the sheets are yanked off of you and a demanding voice shouts at you to wake up. Come on, we're going. We need to be outfit and ready five minutes ago. Why are you guys still asleep? Your eyes clear and you sit up, perhaps it's still a, a little bit hungover from the night before, and you see the source of the disruption. A young woman with dark hair tied back in a tight braid, dressed in field gear and armor, armed with a bow. Her face is a mask of impatient determination as she continues to drag the four of you out of bed. She yanks the last sheet from the bed of the slowest riser and gestures to all of you to move faster. We have to be across the barrier in 45 minutes and you're still naked and weaponless. Come on, let's go. And and she sort of rushes out of the room, standing outside, leaving you to gather your belongings and uh, start your journey. Wait, so we're all sleeping nude? Well, some of the, the like runja amongst you, do? which, granted, some, some of the runja amongst you don't, don't wear clothes normally, or they wear, like, sparing clothes. Definitely uh-huh. not what you're wearing to go into the wilderness. No, I know Merritt likes to uh, to keep it a little interesting. Say, Mer- Merritt's got his spine. That, his spine. Yeah, that's yeah. just my normal shirt. I feel yeah. like, though, if she comes in, like, rips the sheets off, I'm in full field dress by, like, three <laughs> hours ago, just waiting for this. I had, I had no alcohol last night. This is, like, field trip. I am by far the last one to get out of bed because I... I kept I kept going after you guys went to bed. I was hanging out with not oh my god, what was her name? I'm so embarrassed I can't remember her name. Not Meadow or Doff, but the the third one. What was her name? Do you guys know? So, 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 a a so, voice so, from says, beyond says Scrimp? Yeah, Scrimp. Yeah. So we uh yeah. Yeah, Scrimp or Scrimp, Scrimp, something like that. <laughs> we uh we hung out for a couple two couple two, three more hours. Um but check this out, guys. Check this out. Check this out. I stole a page from her notebook that has uh, notes that she got from Doff about what to expect. And I only got one page, uh, but it did give us a little preview, um, which I would like to roll to see what it is. <laughs> see if Anne will tell me a secret. Sure. You know what? Go, go ahead. Roll a dice. 
Okay. Any dice. I'm gonna roll a d20. Okay. It's a six. Not good. You have pulled out a page detailing in depth uh, the horrors of chafing and keeping your feet dry on adventures, um, along along with like you know your pits and all of that. So you've just discovered uh, Doff's personal journey with trench foot and chafing. Uh, this will be really useful to all of you guys who are not River Runja, I guess. I mean, it's a uh... Not super useful to me, but yeah, I really should have, um, I should have probably been more sober when I was stealing that page. This is written in haiku form also, which is just super weird. She's a weird chick, dude. Way to go, Trek. Yeah, Real well, helpful. I, tried. I did, I, I gave it a go. Well, no, when whenever we go into Alethayuk, when Bring Trick an extra pair back. of socks, you know, <laughs> whatever. Well, when Trick comes back with something that he found... We'll just need to investigate it twice to make sure you know what it is. <laughs> yeah. Do you need to learn anything else about trench foot? I'm relying on you to heal me up while we're out there, man. I think we're good. Yeah. Which are you? Uh, are you uh, from the uh, a mountain Ruja? Me, Escal. I'm a mountain Ruja. And Merritt, where are you from? Just a human from the city, man. Okay. So yeah, you're gonna, we're gonna have to you're gonna slow us down, but whatever. You know, we'll figure it out. My feet are my feet are easily trenched. That's why Kalen's here. Yeah. Good, good. Mm-hmm. Are you guys coming? Yeah, 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 yeah. You guys, so come on, Trick. We're waiting on you. Gotta get dressed because apparently we're all totally nude in here. So let me just like go ahead and put my hands <laughs> on. I am nude, but for my plumage. <laughs> she is one with the earth. And my leather bracelets. It's a great look. I'm really? not nude. I'm not nude. I have bracelets on. <laughs> 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 we find our episode titles so quickly into each session. <laughs> There's just more and more exposure each time. Uh huh. <laughs> all right. So, do we have all of our gear uh, here, or do we need to pick it up somewhere else? Is there like a commissary or something? Or that's that's where she's taking you to. to all right. Well, we're ready to go. Ready to roll. So you guys head out. Your guide quickly introduces herself as Vejmirna. She is who's going to be accompanying you beyond the walls. And she is like hot to trot, ready to go. Um, the morning light is barely, like barely illuminating the gray skies. Like this, it was not that much darker when everyone turned in to go to bed. Um, and the streets of Shethrashan, normally very crowded, are completely still. Uh, Vejmirna leads your group towards the supply depot, and you walk along the second terrace of the city, towering aqueducts in the rooftop gardens of the first uh, level of houses and shops are to your left, and the smaller step buildings of the second and third tiers rise on the right. A handful of windows show lamplight from an inn of signs of the earliest risers waking up for the day, but the vast majority of the city is still fast asleep. The sounds of the morning birds and trickle of water from the aqueduct and your own footfalls on the stone are all that accompany your departure. Um, as you guys make your way along, you finally get to the supply depot. Uh, inside, there is a tour effects that some of you may have encountered before named Opal 7. And they're sort of scuttling around. Uh, Vejmirna introduces everyone and she um, leads you all over to the counter where Opal 7 is, you know, packaging up things. Uh, has a bow that they hand over to a uh, little trick and is handing out everything. Thank um, you. You, uh, Opal Seven signs back 
you are very welcome because this is a this is a crafter cast Torfax who of course can't speak and is just speaking in sign language. Um, and as everyone gets their ciphers and gear, uh, a taller Hamathi or social Torfax walks out from the back and uh, says, "Do is there is there an Esh call here? Here I am." Uh, we we have something for you and hands you this other item. Uh, as as she uh, does so, or as they do so, um, Vejmirna actually steps in and goes, "This, you you can hand that to me. I'm the guy. No, this this is for Eshkal. Uh, we are testing this out for the adventurers as a new uh, level of defense to see if it yields more survivors from the field." Um, this is a guardian standard for you to set up, uh, either during battle or as a guard at your camp as needed. Um, there is a, a little scroll of instructions here and you will carry that in your backpack, uh, and, and turns back to look at Vejmirna and confirms Vejmirna's name as well. Uh, we do, do have something for you as well. Here's the canisters, uh, that you will use to collect your river light and hands you know, canisters over. Uh, and you all get your pack settled on. Um, and as as you sort of pack everything up, and uh, if are you hanging around here? Are you ready to leave the gear depot and sort of get on? I mean, do we have everything that we need? We got our ciphers, we got our equipment, we got all of our supplies. Every everything has magically now appeared on your character sheets. But so yeah, you you head out. As you get farther from the populated areas of town, it becomes more and more obvious that exile is built on ruins. Buildings and alleyways are choked with greenery. The ever-present gardens and planted waterways of the ancient Runja city were left untended and unchecked for hundreds of years, rampantly overtaking structures after the city was abandoned. The path once broad, now a narrow cut trail through the dense forest. Um, is kind of prodding everyone along. We've got to get to the barrier. They don't lower it very frequently. We, we need to, to sort of hurry up here and it's, it's sort of ushering everyone along. Um, as you go, it is pretty quick going. Um, you, a couple of you have been to the barrier before. You've never crossed it, of course, because that's something that only trained expeditioners do, but a couple of you have been close on some of your training missions, um, some of the keepers like to uh, get you sort of acclimated to the fact that the barrier um, is very dangerous. So you start to feel it uh, before you even get close. There's like this deepening pit in your stomach. This uh, like heavy headache settles over you as you get close to the barrier, which, of course, does not allow anything imminent in or out. Um, and you see, as, as you get closer, Vejmirna looks back and she goes, shoot, I don't know if we were fast enough here. I think we, we need to pick up the pace and start running. Um, because as, as you all would know, they drop the barrier at a very specific time and you need to get past this quickly before the barrier rises up again, because if it rises up, while you're while you're here, you're you're done. So yeah. So if everyone can roll a d twenty for me, 
And tell me, tell me if you're trained in running, because I know some of you are trained in running, and Kaylin has super swiftness. I am trained in running. So I rolled an eight. You're all still groggy, except for Eshkal, apparently. Rolled a nine. Luckily, this this is not a very hard check, except for Eshkal, who is just... Kaylin, I'm sorry, you did not get there first. Eshkal is feeling the, the wind in her feathers and is... Uh, like galloping across the plains at this point. <laughs> um, but we are going to have a little bit of a GM intervention. So, uh, Kaylin, uh, you get a point of experience and you can select another player to also receive a point of experience here because that is Kaylin, essentially- Kaylin, my man. How we apologize for GM interventions here. <laughs> Best friend. <laughs> um, because the, the intervention is about to happen. Yes. Okay. Well, since Eshkal and I are in the front, mm-hmm. I'm, I guess I'm going to give the point to Eshkal just so that. Cool, cool. Whatever is about to happen, the two in the front can maybe respond better. <laughs> So what happens here is you you are actually so shocked when Eshkal like breezes past you and you you try to pick up the pace because like you're you're not a super competitive guy but there's still a little bit in there that was like oh I I just said I was gonna be the fastest and um, as you're leaving the city there's these sort of planks that keep you raised above the waterway and they're really slippery and you actually. Uh, your boot catches on the outside and you slip and fall about 10 feet down into a reservoir below. So you are now in the water trying to, you know, get, get past this area that, you know, you need to get past pretty quickly here. I call out to the team and say, we have to go really quickly. Can anybody grab this rope? And I'm like, fishing around in my bag to get a rope to try to throw up to them. I mean, I'm I'm way behind you, and I'm a river runja, so like maybe I can just like snag you on my way. I was going to say, can I, can I lash as not an attack? Like as a grapple? Ooh. I would, I would say you could try that as a power start, or if you had XP, but I, I, you cannot normally. Okay. And I'm not going to risk punching poor, poor Kaylin really hard. So I'm going to say, don't punch a hole through Kaylin when someone can grab a rope. Knock me out. I fall in the water and drown. And then Kaylin (laughs) just didn't even make it to the start. I feel like I'm about to. And then I see little trick just like going for it. Like just like diving in. (laughs) Okay. So I'm still digging in my bag and I'm assuming when I'm I'm about to grab the rope and then Mm -hmm. tricky gets to me. Yeah, can I uh, can I roll to uh, grab the the rope and and yank him out of the water with my river runja skills? Yeah, give me a, give me a might test to uh, pull him up. Okay, what do I roll for a might test? D twenty. Oh, always a D twenty. That is the marvelous thing, is it is, and until you do recovery rolls, it is pretty much all D twenties. Fifteen. Fifteen. Yeah, you you pull him up. Yeah, I got you, buddy. Even though you didn't give me that XP point, it's fine. <laughs> Yeah, there's there's plenty of chances later, right? <laughs> yeah, let's go. So everyone makes their way beyond. Uh, you you sort of you feel it. You're still close enough to the barrier when the barrier goes back up that you do you do feel that you know sort of headachey, just bad sick feeling. I feel like I'm gonna throw up. 
Bro, yeah. I was already kind of hung over before this. Yeah. I was not it is not this. a good combo. Uh, oh. you're, you're making your way along there. Uh, and Vesemir turns around. So we've never, we haven't actually met or anything yet. Uh, I'm your guide. We're going to be on this for a little bit here. Um, any any questions you guys have or anything you want to know as we, we get going? Well, seeing as how you ripped us right out of bed, it would be good to know uh, who are you, what are we doing, where are we going, you know, basically all of those uh, yeah. uh, basics. What, what do you do? What do what you, are you do? Yeah, what, what's your, yeah, like, what, I just like kind of bluntly ask, what do you do? Because I, I want to know what their emanation is, basically. Like, what, okay, yeah. like why are they here? What do, what do, other, other than guide, what do they do? Are they eminent? Like, we're about to find out. This isn't even our guide. Like, this is random person. Yeah, did we just like follow <laughs> just, some random stranger that was yelling at us? I, I don't think we even like clocked if it was a Runja or like one of those hairless monkey people. So, this is Vejmirna as a human. Uh, okay. And, and she looks a little bit confused. Did, did none of you read? Your contract, we're headed to the sun tower. The sun tower, here. yeah, but you know, to do what is the little you know, to, they don't to tell gather you any- canister of river light. That it, it's it's all right there. Um, my my job is to not do your job for you, but make sure that none of you are being incredibly stupid or get killed. I'm just here as an extra security layer. What do I do? I, I'm a wraith, I manipulate light. While Veshmirna is talking, Kaylin casts Minor Phenomenon right above Tricky's head and just has like a little arrow that's like pointing to like <laughs> the risk factor. Interesting. I'm I'm reading lots of interesting things from your auras right now. Uh it's it's almost like there's an arrow just pointing me straight at you. Um But yeah, I, I manipulate light mostly. Uh been out here a few times what do all of you do well before we get into all that i got a really important question we've heard mixed reviews on the sun tower uh some people say 10 out of 10 some people Mm -hmm. say bring a mop uh for all of the uh blood and bodily fluids like are we kind of like somewhere in the middle there like what would you rate it you seem to be experienced with this sort of thing like rate rate it like i would the review box at the aether that's um, right. I definitely, I definitely think service time could be improved. Uh, cleanliness, uh, it's, it's iffy, goes back and forth a little bit. Um, hmm. Definitely, definitely a little bit rude weight staff. A lot of them will bite you. Uh, so yeah, I think that's what you gotta, gotta keep in mind with the Sun Tower. Overall, definitely worth, worst trips to be on. Uh, could be out at sea. We're not. We're walking on our own two feet, which is always, you know, always count that as a win. I am a river um, runja, so I would actually prefer to be in the water, but do go on. You've never been on a sea voyage, have you? You're not. See? You're not from Hesh, right? No, of course not. Do I look like okay, that makes dork sense. from yeah, Hesh? No. Yeah, that Gosh. tracks. Uh, so, first off, uh, who here is good at navigating? got good perception i mean i have pretty decent perception well this is awkward because i think you just might be our uh navigator well actually i have an ability that might be helpful 
Yeah, um, you're, you're. I don't. I don't know why it's it falls upon me to to do this since you are a guide who's been here before. But let's set that aside. Uh, I have an ability called the sight, uh, which temporarily heightens my awareness of the world around me. So for the next uh, ten minutes or so, uh, I can basically uh, get the lay of the land. It's kind of like um, just like a feel for what's going on and what's around here. And if we run into any trouble, I can uh, I can. Mark Prey. Also, I get night vision, which will be absolutely useless here on the way to the Sun Tower in broad daylight, I'm sure. You know, this is... Okay, there's a lot to take in here. You know this is a multi-day mission, correct? Sure. But for ten, But for 10 minutes, we're set. Okay. Uh, and and she, she, turn, she turns and look at, looks at Eshkol. Is, is he the Arcus in this group? I've got, I've got notes here on the types uh, that are going to be joining us today is that our arcus it's a me the arcus okay this is this is just going to be a delightful time because you are definitely the best suited to navigate us directionally and keep an eye out for danger which yeah buddy honestly i'm gonna sleep so so easy tonight knowing that you are our voice of safety and reason that's me Uh, glad you're gonna sleep well The more I'm hearing how much my took is our guide, essentially, the more I'm checking this pamphlet for how what the reward is for this trip. Because yeah, I mean, every, well, and I and and uh, Kaylin just leans over to Merritt and goes, "I told you, <laughs> hey, you're the one who's going to have to heal us when he leads us into whatever we're about that's to walk why, into." That's why last night I had to figure out exactly how much trouble we were in. And the answer was the answer was uh, no trouble, but lots of fun times. Define fun. Well, I told you that I told you the whole trip plan about about ten drinks ago. You had you said you had this trip down, and now you're asking where we're going again. So I'm really worried now. <laughs> yeah, well, people say a lot of things, you know, when they've been <laughs> drinking. They've been sniffing vapors. <laughs> Anyways, uh, do you you guys want to wait till we get a little ways in before I uh, burn my sight action? Because uh, it's pretty. There's a pretty clearly marked path that we can all see here, right? Like I'm not. The yeah, only you're one that sees you're this. moving across a path. It's it's starting to open up a lot more now. Yeah. Um, a lot of like the overgrowth from where you were in near exile is clearing out to kind of scrubby looking places. Mm-hmm. Um, you you can also just make roles to perceive things without using the ability. I, I really like the idea of using all of our survival tools within sight of the city gate. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a good look for yeah, our let's walk, let's, walk, let's walk a little yeah, ways Let's in. walk a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure there's nothing let's, like waiting right by the, the gate, especially with this horrible humming let's noise. Let's exercise some patience. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me, what what is your marching order? for this like what what order are you all walking in i don't mind leading the way but uh i i will um mention again i'm a ranged fighter so if i had a just a a willing meat shield um that could just go ahead and walk in front of me that'd be great that'd be tight i really like that i'll stand closer to it but if you call me a meat shield again you're going in the back of the group (laughs) (laughs) only one of us sculpts flesh in this group so (laughs) I can roll perception to see if uh, if anything kind of jumps out initially. Worth, yeah, so worth. give me give me an intellect roll for that. An eight. Okay, an eight. Yeah, you're you're moving along. You feel like you have a pretty good lock on sort of everything that's moving around you right now as you're going. Um, 
Like, like I said, it's starting to be a little more arid. It's getting scrubbier as you're walking along. Um, pretty consistent, uh, small wildlife skittering around. You've got, you know, lizards and all of that sort of moving out of the way. Um, and ev everything seems pretty uneventful for the first little bit of your journey here. Yeah, just sort of a little deserty. More deserty than I would like as a, a water person. But, mm -hmm. You know, it's fine. <laughs> Everyone's moving along at a good clip. I have the ashes of my enemies to use as a sunscreen, so it's fine. V Vajmirna turns around at that. Um, were you the one that was burning the training dummies? Uh, I don't know anything about that. Someone else. Do you know how long they put the rest of us on trying to reconstruct those? Never heard of it. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Uh -huh. Sorry to hear it. Yeah. And then uh -huh. turns around and sort of keep, keeps walking with you. And you're cutting sort of along this river and uh, your, your lungs are starting to burn a little bit because it's, it's dusty. You've been moving for a while. You didn't, didn't stop for breakfast. You've ignored that rule of a, you know, healthy morning here. And you, you get to this small clearing where you see this uh, thatched wooden structure covered in vines and you can make out an, an expeditioner's burrow with, with curved walls of interlocking uh, like sticks and, and logs. These are, these are pretty common out here where on, on routes that expeditions are, are frequently going on, they'll build like, you know, little makeshift shelters to uh, stop in, take little breaks and, and things like that. Um, and there's like a flat sort of planed roof put on it with heavily trodden expeditionary paths. Um, as, as you sort of close into this, Vejmirna looks around and op opens her mouth to, to say something at Little Trick again, uh, but stops and you kind of see her blanch a little bit and she signs at you guys, get inside quickly. That's not good. I run inside right away. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm inside immediately. Mm -hmm. And I, I want while you're doing this, I want everyone to uh, give me a speed roll for stealth. Oh man, everybody's rolling hot except for that last one there. Oh, Kaylin. Okay. So somehow Kaylin, as the stealthy <laughs> wraith, <laughs> who has advantage on trip on a lizard speed and stealth. <laughs> In the same way that he <laughs> failed to make it to the gate and fell in the water, is now going to fail running into whatever hiding spot we're doing. That is right in front of you. That you can't miss his, it. I feel so bad. His skills are not really working well. Today. Singling we, you out we, for the in intervention earlier. <laughs> no. We we run. He runs screaming mm -hmm. <laughs> into the wall. <laughs> I I mean may, maybe what happens is. You do think this is like a little bit of a joke, like Naf mentioned last night that there's some hazing going on and, and things like that. Yeah. Um, so just for everyone listening, we that makes rolled, it sound better. We rolled two eighteens, a fourteen, and a one, which means unfortunately that will be an intervention on my part. As you are uh, all sort of huddling inside of this structure, uh, Kaylin, you actually the fabric either from like your your pants or cloak or something gets caught on this sort of prickly spiky scrubby bush uh and you you turn around to, to like bend and and you know get this out you don't really want to like tear anything this quickly into the adventure 
and you look up and you are looking directly into the eyes of a snarling shank dog. And I'm going to need everyone to roll initiative. Oh. I've just now reimagined <laughs> Kaylin as being played by Leslie Nielsen. Um <laughs> I thought she I thought she was going to say you ripped your pants on a cactus or something. I'm just bumbling through as this wraith who can't actually wraith. <laughs> I mean, I have literally improved edge fleet of foot, which gives me one additional speed point. I am a wraith who's stealthy and I can't do anything. But Kaylin, it's your okay, first I'm day. I'm rolling. You, you'll get better as you go. Yeah, you you are still gonna get to the the point where like the the dice will reward you for these struggles at some point here. Karmic dice. Yes. Is there like a map for this too? There is, and I am setting it up. Neat. That's so fun. Some of those figurative dogs or that <laughs> just a lot of dogs. Fourteen dogs. <laughs> at least we're all safe in this hut. Oh, wait. <laughs> except for me, because I I'm Leslie Nielsen. With my pants torn apart, by much younger <laughs> Leslie Nielsen. Because we didn't, because you you didn't have to use any in the bar. I'm excited to see what kind of super cool illusion magic stuff Eshkol has. I feel like we don't have any good crowd control in our group, really. There's like 30 wolves on this map. <laughs> you guys seen this? There's 14 to be precise. <laughs> 13 or 14 feral dogs. So, heard one. Uh, as, as the continued part of this this GM intervention here, I will need Kaylin to roll a speed defense task before we get into initiative. So I roll a seven mm-hmm. with how do I I gain a free level of effort on all movement, speed, oh, and initiative defense tasks. Yeah. So with with that level of effort, you do manage to not get okay. bit immediately with this um okay luckily luckily for you vajmirna noticed something was going on and so we will be proceeding into initiative as normal here um everyone let's see here eshkal and kaylin will get to go before our lovely companions here, which are shank dogs. They're these gnarly, long-legged canids that hunt in packs. Um, you do know, from from what you see, this is a rather smaller group. So that does mean there might be more out of sight, more about right now. How many do we see? You, you can see most of the ones on the screen here, even if you don't have like a clear shot at most of them. Um, but so you we do... definitely know there's 14. Yeah, you know, shank okay. dogs very, very frequently move in large packs. Wait, larger packs than 13 or 14 feral dogs? Mm-hmm. Oh, Lord. Mm-hmm. Some, sometimes shank dogs can move in packs of, say, 20 to 30. Oh, dear. Hmm. And how much health do they have in general? <laughs> you, you don't know. How, you don't know. How, stir- how sturdy do these dogs look? Yeah. Um, so who, who's, have we rolled for initiative? Yes, Kaylin yeah. and yeah. Eshkol uh, get to go okay. first here. Are they like the size of, like, how big of a dog are we talking? Big. You're, you're talking a large, wild dog that is coming and attacking you. I mean, I think what I'm going to do is just for fun, 
use one of my ciphers. So I'm going to use spatial recall. And that means that me and a number of creatures equal to the cipher's level are instantaneously transported to a location I have visited within the last 12 hours. Send them to the fighting ring. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm going home. I have it's level five, so I should have enough for everyone, including the guide, um, to move us back. I feel like this is op for what this is right now but it's it's kind of funny just to like try to overcome my leslie nielsen-ness right now with just clear overcompensation <laughs> overcompensation of the space-time continuum <laughs> so so the question becomes where will we go what are you gonna send us or are you gonna send the dogs well, I can only send can five send... dogs, or I can send all of us somewhere else. You you would go with it, so you would be sending yourself alone with dogs. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is my this is, send me and the dogs I... to, the, to the ether. Thank you for your sacrifice. Yes. Uh, but I would only take five with me, so I think it's better if I take all of us, okay. and then we either, you know, go back twenty minutes in our journey so that we can prepare for this encounter a little bit better. Or if we just want to go home, this can become the shortest campaign <laughs> in, in exile history. We can't give up now. Yeah. That's embarrassing, bro. Like we're going to get in trouble on top of everything else. Yeah, that's, it's true. We got it. We got to keep forging ahead. So I think that can't send uh, us closer to the tower though. You never been there. I've never been there. Or have you been? Hasn't well, I'm about to use the cipher, and we'll find out. <laughs> mm -mm. Um, GM, is this a good idea? I I am, but the camera guiding you through these lands. I, you know, how do, long have we do been, what you wish? How long have we been walking before this happened? Um, miles. You've been walking a couple hours. A couple hours. So. Yeah. Do you want to wake up in bed or do you want to wake up I, on I, road? I think if we go on the other side of the wall, there's no telling whether we can get through it again because it seems like right. there's like a weird timing to it. Maybe right. we just like kind of go back like closer to where we started and we just go a different way because this way is absolutely effed, bro. Like there's uh, <laughs> there's no indication of how many of these feral dogs there are. I am. Uh, what I am going to step in and say is I think you you have to decide in this moment right now what you're doing. Yeah, I mean, I, I figured we weren't going home. I figured we were going to go back to closer to the barrier. So, Caleb, but where are you going? Barrier, barrier, barrier. Sorry. I think the safest bet is to go right outside the barrier. And if, if you, you said it's a couple of hours walk. Yes, you, you are a couple of hours. Um, I'd say it's, it's probably about mid midday when this happened. Do I have to let Kalen make his choice or can I argue? And this is Kaylin's turn. It is, and and Kaylin's okay. not in the uh, building with about, you. He's, That's he's right. getting mauled by okay. a dog. He's getting okay. mauled by a dog outside. Okay. At my arm. Okay. I'm about to bite down, and I whip out some sort of thing. I don't know if it's an ability or an item. It's, it's, yeah, it's an item. Yeah, so I pull out the item, and I'm like, well, we can at least prepare if we come back here in a bit. Do you use it? Yes. So to everyone's surprise, you kind of get like... And you are back where you have started. You look up and you see there, there's scribes that are very commonly uh, stationed on the wall. And they look down at you 
and like look back and there is just utter confusion because for all they know you just walked into the woods and just sat there for a bit and you came back it's, it's all very weird oh my god bro uh, did you just teleport us right back to the, the beginning of the wall what happened <laughs> We just walked for six hours, and you brought us back. You're, uh, you're exaggerating. Well, it was like two hours, but still. I mean, couldn't <laughs> you like put us back like one hour or like a half an hour or something? Like, are you freaking serious right now? Why did you take us all the way back to the beginning? Also, Tanner, please take an experience for that because that is great. <laughs> so I have two experience. Do I give one to someone else? No, no this is not an intervention okay. or intrusion. This is okay. just you being delightful. <laughs> Okay, so that that's truly my goal in this campaign is just to like do the things that are. Do fun. the rest yeah. of us really even know that there were all those dogs out there? Because we were inside the hut. No, <laughs> Vejmirna Ve- <laughs> is like was warning you. There's something like ready, ready your weapons. Can somebody please explain to me what's going on here, Vejmirna? You told us to go into this building. This fool teleports us all the way back to the beginning yeah. for some reason. What's what's what, what's well. The deal? I guess the deal is now that a pack of shank dogs has our scent and will be uh, voraciously awaiting our return as we march back the direction we have been going. Let's not march that direction. How about that one? How about we go around it some other way? Yeah, we we can try to to diverge a little bit here. Um, Don't they run in packs of like 30 to 40 or something? 25? Yeah, that's that's Alataic for you. We're gonna be moving at a clip. Um, Heck no! Yeah, we got to go around. This is gonna be a long walk. Well, I I just I just had an idea. Just came to me. Uh, I was thinking. I wonder how these dogs would respond to the illusion of a common infectious emano form. I'm sorry. What? it's so it's it's so obvious of course it's really just (laughs) just hit me uh lady you want to say that that again in english perhaps perhaps mind shatter crystals i could create some of these which is basically like rabies but with crystals growing inside your head so like i give the dog like rabies but they're crystals in their heads and, you and that would make them scatter and crystal rabies and we would to already safe. pissed off dogs are you out of your mind let's just go no, it would protect them. us they would scatter they would it's infectious it would make them very afraid and we could pass now, through okay now these are giving them fake rabies right it's the illusion Okay, good. I the just illusion. didn't want to unleash. I just didn't want us to unleash rabid dogs around the world. Or I like the we idea could of illusionary go around the wild dogs. I'm or, just saying. Or we can go around if 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 no one likes my. Uh, I'm I am out illusion. of sheer. You know, rabies sheer, makes them more hostile, right? No, it's an illusion. It's not real rabies. It just makes them afraid. It's an illusion. Fear rabies. Fear. You need rabies. a different name for that. Yeah. I, I, I say we need to really put on a production. I can minor illusion as well, or minor phenomenon as well, and we can really play up this uh, rabies infection card when we get there. I am intrigued by this idea and willing to see this. Wait, through. how many of us? How many of us can do it? I can do minor phenomena also. 
everyone can do minor phenomena. That's one of the very first things that you learn once you can safely. This is about to be the best show on earth. Yeah, I think. I mean, like my my instinct is like we'll just make ourselves look like shank dogs and just kind of like pat on through there. But they're gonna like they're gonna be able to smell us, you know. Mm. We can't. No, I'm not making myself look like a shank dog and betting on that. We're going to have to roll around in some shank dog poop to cover the smell. Well, well you, you can do that. I'm going to minor. I'm going to minor. I think minor <laughs> or minor phenomenon can make you smell like anything you need. So Okay. So you can roll, to, you can to roll get around. This, to get this straight, we're going you're going to be uh moving at a slightly altered course. I think we should take an altered and, course, yeah. Uh, preparing this illusion, correct? In case they find us, but who, I mean, it's, we're now two hours away. Like, it's inconceivable that they could smell us over this distance. Well, how, how far out of the way does going around put us? I mean, is that terribly inefficient to try to get to the sun tower? Like, how much time are we taking away from, from our, I mean, our destination? Can we walk and talk? Yeah, the, I, yeah, yeah. I one thing we agree kind of on. Let's walk and yeah, talk. Let's just walk at an angle away from where all the feral dogs are, and then we'll figure it out as we go. We should have a plan in case they do hunt us down, which uh, I think we're halfway there. You're going to make them think that they all have rabies, right? Uh, that make them scared? I don't really understand how it works. In fact, I'm remembering something that I, that, that I heard once which is that shank dogs can smell over distances of many, many miles. So I oh, think wonderful. they're going to be able to smell us regardless of how far we are. So I think we're going to go back to my idea The intention of transporting here. us was just to be prepared. It was not to necessarily avoid them. Right, right. Yeah, so you, you're moving. Are you, are you walking along the path or are you walking slightly off the path hoping to not – walk directly back at what well what's since the, they can uh, smell us no matter where they are i think we should be on the path and i think okay. we should just try to we, we need to stay on course or else we're never no, no, gonna no. get we there can't, we can't walk right through the middle of them like we should try we to go around with and my pick minor some off or something. i say we walk around we pick off any dogs that we see if there's 25 of them we could probably take out a few and how few. do you propose we tr- take pick, ha- you ever heard of a bow and arrow what are you, what are you talking about here how, okay. Can you can you sh- can you shoot thirty to forty feral dogs in? But you wouldn't believe how many feral dogs I could shoot. But listen, I'm not shooting all of them. I'm saying like it's it's a combination of things: minor phenomena, fear magic, bows and arrows. You know. Okay. So as as you're going along, uh, whoever whoever would like to be doing this as well uh, can make a um, intelligent or intellect role to be on the lookout for these guys. I can be on the lookout. And can I also use minor phenomena to make myself look like a dog so they don't at least see me as a threat right away? That would be a little bit beyond the boundaries of what minor phenomena can do. Um, Think of minor phenomena kind of... Oh, uh, because I can only change the appearance of a small object, not like my whole body. Can can merit shape sculpt flesh to look like a dog? That's interesting. I don't think I can... I know. I don't think I can. I look like a weird, like dog shaped. I don't. Can, can, I, how how far can I push this ability? I guess is the thing because I don't think I can do that. But because I was just gonna do minor minor phenomenon to like sound like a dog, maybe not a especially a rabid one with um, uh, Eshcall's exciting new disease. 
Yeah, I mean, I think, to. again, I think our best bet is to try to, like, flank them a little bit. They they know we're here. We know they're here. It's a little bit even Stevens now. Uh, we just try to, like, do. let's do the perception check. Let's try to uh, get the drop on them a little bit. You know, if we have to, like, get into some combat, fine. Otherwise, I think our, you know, our uh, diffusion that Eshal has, uh, has proposed is good. Should one of us roll? Are we for all rolling? Or? Are we all rolling? Or sorry, I got a little confused. Whoever is is sort of keeping the eye out would be rolling. So if multiple are of you are, oh my you eyes can, are out, or you can also assist. I'm yeah, rolling. I think we should all have our eyes out. Little boy, I'm not seeing much. What's a shank dog's favorite food? Ashal, you know a little bit about shank dogs. Hmm. Let me go deep into my mind again and see what I might recall about what a shank dog's favorite food. <laughs> might be so the current the current plan is give make them think they have rabies no it's not i i i really i really misspoke i apologize oh it's okay i know they're afraid of yes that hurts them and is dangerous to them akin to how rabies would be in the real world right awesome so right so they see like a diseased something that they don't want to get near yeah so so shank dogs are happy to eat anything they can take down mm-hmm. so right now they're licking their chops for a little trick i thought they were licking their Why chops for caleb they haven't seen and me caleb. i was inside the house well they're gonna they can smell you I smell, smell you from it afar depends on if they prefer human or runja for their barbecue today they anything <laughs> anything that is they living for and breathing to catch like i was thinking about conjuring you know uh, an emanation of a nice little jackrabbit, kind of send him on a little goose chase. Oh, that's a good idea, but we better have a lot of jackrabbits. We can conjure exactly five jackrabbits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so like when we see poison ivy is how mind shatter crystals are. Small clusters at the ground level, and if you step on them, they infect you. Well, Merritt, you rolled an 18. Do you see anything? I see some actual mind shatter crystals. Imagine our luck. And they're particularly effective because they don't have any odor, so they really take them by surprise. I, was say, I rolled an 18. I think everyone, the highest other one was a 7. Okay. You are walking along. Most everyone isn't really uh, noticing anything um, until, Merritt, you do notice in uh, – out ahead of you, there is a little bit of a uh, rustling, and it, it got you. You didn't really take too much heat of it at the time, but it did get really quiet right before you saw the shank dogs last time. Okay, um, and again, that sort of eerie quiet has descended, and you are pretty certain that up in the bush ahead of you, there might be shank dogs. Okay, but, but they if they if they are there, they have not noticed that you noticed. Do I get a beat on size, like not size of the creature, but is it like more than one thing, or do I just hear like one thing moving through? Uh, give me, give me an intellect check. Eight, and I don't think I have anything that improves an eight. You, you know that pretty commonly, shank dogs like to ambush in groups. Mm-hmm. So it, if you're if you're seeing one, there are probably a couple in there, probably like three to five. What is everybody do? All right, Ashal, it's time to deploy your strategy, I guess. The mind chatter crystals are out everywhere. Okay. Is there anything we can do to make them 
seem more real with minor phenomena? I, I would let you take like a help action with it, essentially by utilizing that. It says we can temporarily change, change the color or basic appearance of a small object. So can I put like some blades of grass or something into more just to cover it? Yeah, you you could uh, make it look like they're settled in there a little bit as a, as a help, which will help sort of the role okay. for those. And so, so with that, uh, we are going to be rolling initiative again. 15. Yeah, 10. 9. 16. Okay. So are these crystals stationary or are you, are they like moving along with you? I believe that they are stationary. When, when you cast these, these crystals right near where the, these shake dogs are, they, they do seem to, they jump and you, they completely blow their cover. You see there, there were four over there and they, mm. they scatter around. However, while while this is happening, uh, Merit, you get a point of experience and you can actually pass that along as out of the brush directly behind you, a shank dog latches onto your leg. All right. Um, and so I'll pass the experience. Um, if we're about to go in, I think, I guess Esh calls so she can make this, allu- like hopefully make the illusion work if needed or keep it up. Because if this is the thing that's going to deter them, I need we don't want to lose that. Yeah, I can I can cast the illusion every once every ten seconds. Okay, over and um, over again. I'll, okay, then yeah, I'll pass the inspiration to you to keep like if there's anything to keep that going or anything to supercharge it. And yeah, I think I'll, I like I just I yell out because this is this is not like the books I've I've studied extensively. But as as this happens, this shank dog latches onto your leg. And you hear you hear this crunching sound as it pulls you off of your feet and sort of drags you back from where you are with the party. And that is where we are going to end today's session. What? Ah! Ah! I want to know what's going to happen. Ah, do the time thing again. Poor Merit. <laughs> it's a really painful place to stop. Yeah, send us back. Thanks for joining, everyone. We'll see you again next week. Bye. See ya. See you next time. Bye-bye. See you, uh, see you guys next week. Bye.